This city is a dumb and blinded thing. A circus of beasts in wool hats and waistcoats. This city, well, they say you can trust the rats, at least. This city is the only home I've ever known. This city is a vapid, useless thing. But you can't really help it, can you? A window must be an eye and a mirror to satisfy the dandy and the voyeur both. A home is a stage for the dilettante and a refuge for the wallflower. A bartop, both the seat of romance and the last bastion of solitude. These foundations once again groan under the weight of all this desire. Well, such it is. And such it always shall be, but not here, not in the final component of the third act of Quinn's Mechanism. How is it that you can claim to have the interests of the world at heart and then intend to keep an innocent girl locked up in isolation indefinitely, August? Don't ignore me! You're silent because you know perfectly well I've done nothing wrong. And what is it exactly you think you've done, Hope? What has this noble sacrifice of yours done for you or the world? What have you achieved except in proving beyond any shadow of a doubt that you can't even be relied on to act in your own best interests, let alone in the interest of a greater purpose? What have you achieved except in damning yourself for nothing more significant than a fleeting moment of self-righteous, moralistic satisfaction? She didn't do anything wrong. None of this was her fault. And is it any of our faults that this is the world we find ourselves in? A world of injustice and suffering? If it is, then surely. It must be the fault of those who stand in the way of a better tomorrow. At what cost, August? At the cost of innocent lives? Of depriving parents of their children? Of depriving children of their freedom? The obsessive is a grown woman, Hope. Don't twist the facts to support your personal philosophies. And that makes it acceptable? Where is the line, August? Is it twenty-five? Twenty? Nineteen? Eighteen? Seventeen? At what point does a child cease to be a child and become disposable to you? You're right. Pardon me? It wasn't her fault. It was yours. And who gave me that book, August? Who tasked me with its research? It was you who chose to accept my offer. I won't be held accountable for your decisions. 
For God's sakes, if you were going to run, you should have run before I found you. At least conduct yourself with a modicum I of I chose dignity. to accept. I chose. It was made very clear to me that refusal was not an option. Find words from someone who not only accepted compensation for a task which was apparently so abhorrent to her, but requested it. For of course it would be unreasonable of me to request that you volunteer your time and your intellect to the betterment of the human condition without your demanding payment for it. And how convenient that it's only now, long after this work has ceased to line your pockets, that you finally found it possible to rediscover your conscience. At least I have rediscovered my conscience, August. I don't know where it is you buried yours, but I suspect it's more worm and soil than moral substance at this point. McDunn. Please excuse my lateness, Quinn. I've brought you a guest. Aren't you going to greet your former assistant, Hope? I'm so sorry. You see, for all your stubborn objections to the contrary, even you can't deny the truth when it is lain before you. If only you had seen sooner... No, you fool. That isn't why... I suppose you wouldn't understand. I won't waste my breath. Hmm. Sit. Why? Are you that terrified of the being across the table that you would refuse, knowing the consequences? Excellent. Richard, do you mean for me to come to you? Stop lurking in the doorway. How do you expect to achieve anything in the Order if you refuse to so much as step foot in a room which contains something beyond your comprehension? Ah, yes, of course, sir. Uh, forgive me, Professor Howard. Give it to me. Don't look so shocked, Hope. You had to know this was coming. I believe I made myself very clear as to what the consequences of your actions would be should you step out of line again. I don't believe it's unreasonable of me to fear death, even if it is expected, August. Hmm. Leave us, and close the door behind you. Sir? There's no danger, Richard. I'll call you if you're needed. Uh, yes, Professor. I'm sure you know what this is, Quinn. Do you? If you were not already aware, your former employer recently took it upon herself to play the role of both researcher and subject. Hardly the most ideal way to conduct an experiment. Wouldn't you agree? August. I wouldn't know. Ah, uh, I suppose that's true. She did attempt to have both you and Miss Nolan provide notes on the contents of the text, whilst also being subjected to its effects without knowledge, didn't she? This sort of thing wouldn't seem so strange to you. What's your point? Hope? What? I thought you might like to do the honors of providing an explanation. Small-minded cruelty to the end, I see. I would have expected no less. 
The claustrum, the mechanism affixed to that book, is all which stands between me and insanity, McDunn. If I had to guess, I would say he's offering you the opportunity to be the one to remove it. Oh, no. No. I'm not so foolish as to assume that handing an abextran tome to Quinn here would not result in its destruction. Rather, I'd like to pose a question to them. Quinn, you've often expressed a fascination with the claustra. If you'd like the opportunity to examine one more closely, I'd be more than willing to give you the one I've got here. Please. But I would, of course have to remove it from the tome to do so. Please, McDunn. Hush. Don't you find this fitting? It was you who gave them the book. You who dismissed the importance of the claustrum when they so astutely deduced its existence from the fact of its absence. And now they have the opportunity to take from you that which you never had the good sense to appreciate. Don't you find it poetic? God. Damn you, August Howard. What do you say? Give it to me. McDonne, please. With dignity, Hope. Very well. You're not going to thank me? Why would I? Are you not grateful? If not for the claustrum, at least for the opportunity to revenge yourself on your tormentor. My tormentor is not the person sitting in that chair, Professor Howard. <gasps> With <gasps> dignity, Hope. Surely you can muster this much, even in your state. She has belittled you, betrayed you, even endangered you, all in service to the very basis and most animal of desires. Self-preservation. From the beginning, she has held her own life in higher regard than those of the people around her. If not for yourself, and for the world at large, Quinn. If a glue was once nothing more than dry starch and still water, why can't it be again? It's true that Professor Lesnar has always expected very little of me. Yes, and you are always capable of so much more. I owe her this much, at least. Yes, yes, it's... What? What is... Why? The pages, the paper, it's... If I were to crawl between the fibers of the pulp and push them further Quinn, from each other... Quinn, what is this? Richard! Richard! God damn it, man, get in here! Grab her while I secure the interloper. I. I, I can't! It's like she's not even there. What are you talking about? That's not possible. No. No! What is. What have you done? I owed you this much. Where are we? The door. Where's the door? Exactly where you'd expect it to be. What? I'm sorry, McDonne. 
I'm truly so sorry. I've done terrible things. Terrible things. And for what? For this? I don't know where we are, McDunn, but I'm grateful. If I have to die, I'd rather not give him the satisfaction of watching me do it. Do you want to die? No. 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 Then don't. What? If you expect to die, you'll have to. Expect to live. If you'd like to. It almost makes sense. Not everything has to. I don't understand. I know, Professor. What is this place? An idea. I see. No, you don't. No, I don't. That's all anything is. An idea. Given form and function by expectation. It's the only thing that separates one thing from another. One book from another. One room from another. Explain. If you take out the stove and the cabinets, is it really still a kitchen? Yes. Though I suppose it wouldn't have to be. I suppose it shouldn't be. If it's no longer a kitchen, is it really the same room? Isn't it? A kitchen is an idea. I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. What makes one kitchen different from another? It's the same idea. The same room. Repeated. Iterated. In many locations. What separates that space? What are you saying? Where are we, Professor Lesnar? I don't know. Where did we begin? We were in the testing chamber. Where? In the manor. And that's the only one? No, there, there are others. Where? There are other rooms in the manor. Not there. Where? The archival room at the university, where this all began. Where's the door, Professor? If I turn around, will you let me see it between the shelves? Do you expect to see it between the shelves? Yes. Then you will. Can we leave this place? Do you think we can? Yes. Yes. Then we can. But the books... What books? Yes. Yes, I see. I see now. Thank you. What? Thank you. Why? For expecting nothing of me. I was awful to you. You meant to be. I was. There's a reason I stayed, Professor. I don't understand. I know. Will you come with me? Where? Away from here. Out through the door of the archival room. Out of the university. Somewhere far away from August. Somewhere he can't get at us. Let me make this right, McDonough. This is my fault. This is all my fault. It is. Come with me. You can't stay here, can you? I don't know. Probably not. Not forever. Come with me. Where? Somewhere safe. Where? 
I know someone who can get us somewhere safe. Where? Have you heard of the Green Carnation? <laughs>